You shouldn't be doing that. Eh? I said you shouldn't be doing that. Wait till I get into the station. All right, what is it? Well, look, Sergeant Lang, you're maybe running this exhibition. But I'm the caretaker here, and if any of those toy trains get damaged, I'll get it in the neck. Relax, man. I just want it a wee shot. It's quite a layout, eh? Goods trains, passenger trains, stations, signals. <laughs> Wish I'd had something like this when I was a kid. Huh? Wish I knew it was all in aid of. Well, look at the banners, man. Project community. So what? So it's important enough for the chief constable to be coming to this flea pit of a hall tomorrow. Plus a load of other VIPs. Oh, I've seen the free booze that's in for them. What's it all about? Well, you should know. I'm just a caretaker. Glasgow Corporation don't pay me to think. <laughs> just to make tea and mumble, is that it? You drink the tea, Sergeant Lang, like you just invented thirst. Mill's side division has its community problems, right? So? So they take me off the beat, make me a sergeant, and make me community relations officer, grassroots crime prevention, social welfare... And letting folk know cops are people. Oh, if you say so. Very funny. What's the time? It's nearly midnight. All locked up? For a long time, since the last of those club folk left. And, uh, I've got a, I've got a kettle boiling. Ah, oh, good. I'll have a couple before I go. Ah, I'll have another wee shot at these trains first. Now, let's see. Oh, look at her go. Six, seven, eight carriages in that lot. Oh, look how she took that car, eh? You just be careful. No, she'll go faster than that. Into the tunnel. <laughs> Behind that big bit of scenery. Oh, hell. That's done it. Oh, shut up. I can't see what happened from here. I warned you. If it is broken... Oh, stop it... moaning. Let's go and look. Round this way. Behind this scenery and... What's wrong, huh? Is it broken... Oh, my God. I don't touch him, man. Is he dead? Very. The way he's lying across the track, that's what made the train crash. Right. Where's your phone? It's, it's, uh, in my office. Good morning, sir. Don't make it worse, Mac. It's only 1 a.m. Where's Inspector Moss? <laughs> he's at the railway layout. That's when it happened. So I heard. And Sergeant Lang? Uh, over there, sir. Fine. Hi, Phil. Oh, so you've arrived at last. Which shows complete confidence in your ability. Ah, never mind the flannel. We've got problems coming. What's the score? Well, the caretaker saw nothing, heard nothing, and knows even less. And Francie Lang's the same. Watch out, Inspector. Oh, careful with that damn camera. Sorry. Scientific Bureau. Give them a magnifying glass and they think they rule the world. What about our body, Phil? Oh, you know, it's Harry Durman, the car dealer. Durman, what was he doing here? Playing at trains. Well, that's how it looks. From the tools line, I'd already been repairing the model track. Where is he? I'll show you around this way. Yeah. Behind this cardboard scenery. Mm-hmm. Here. It's a nice layout, eh? Plenty of trains, too. Don't you start. I'll send Detective Constable Beaks round to Durman's flat to check it out. Good. Help. There you are. Aye. Well, he looks peaceful, and there's not too much blood which helps. Weapon? Yes. No fingerprints. Long-bladed electrical screwdriver. Uh, thin as a knitting needle, but sharper. Mm -hmm. Time of death? I don't know. We're still waiting for Doc Williams. 
It's been a busy night for police sergeants. Somebody gets shot in Northern Division. Well, that's Northern Division's worry. This is ours. Who would want to murder a second-hand car dealer? In Derman's case, just about anyone who bought a car from him. He specialised in tarted-up bangers. Didn't have a record, did he? Nothing ever proved. But he had some shady friends, Phil. Ah, there was something else. Like what? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Ah. There's something wrong. Oh, just the usual. Oh, your stomach ulcer. When did you eat last, Phil? <sighs> On schedule, but in the canteen. Grease with everything. Uh. Derman. I've got it. Gerald Walsh. The gambling club guy? Yes. He was Derman's partner in that bingo hall deal. What bingo hall? About six months back. Burned down one night. Oh. Looked like arson, but the insurance paid up. Yeah, there's no proof. Ah, not enough. You're Gerald Walsh's big time, Colin. I know. Derman, wasn't it? Sir. What is it, Mac? It's a telephone message from Constable Beach, sir. Uh-huh. He's a Derman's flat, Chief Inspector. He says, uh, well, he says he'd like some help, sir. Oh, what the hell's he going to on about? Uh, well, there's been a break-in at the place, sir. Uh-huh. I'll go, Phil. Take over again here, will you? And try and squeeze some sense out of the caretaker. I'll be back later, but if you need me, I'll be at Derman's flat. Well, Beach? Uh, Inspector Moss sent me out with Derman's keys, sir. Well, the house door was locked, but once I got in... Well, this room, sir. See for yourself. Hey, Somebody's been here, all right. Cupboards emptied, drawers ransacked. Uh, they got in through that window, sir. Aye. Snib forced by Jimmy. What's outside? Oh, just the backyard, sir. You talked to the neighbours yet? Uh, no, sir. No, they can wait. Now, this room is... looks like a workshop. Aye, well, there's plenty of tools lying around... Oh, these model planes and things, sir. You think he made them all? Probably. He was a hobby fanatic. Ah, well, this one's a beauty. Hmm? Uh, uh, this plane, sir. See, that's a 2.5cc diesel engine. Well, it would be radio-controlled in flight. <laughs> when I was a kid, I always wanted one like that. With me, it was model boats. Huh? Still, my kids would like to see this. Aye, they're uh, up in the Highlands just now with their wife, aren't they, sir? Aye, a friend loaned her a cottage for a week. Sounds nice, sir. Well, right now, I wish I was there, too, still. I wonder. Whoever broke in here came looking for something. The question is, did he find it? Who will that be? Oh, it'll be my driver. You better let him in. All right, sir. Wait a minute. That's a key. Artisite Beach. Right, sir. Quick, man. Harry. Harry, it's me, Roy. You in? Good morning. The hell are you? Police. You live here? No. Uh, police. What's your, what's your warrant card? Yep. Detective Chief Inspector. Oh, top brass type fuzz. Middle brass. Who gave you the key to this place? Harry did. Harry Dunman. What's going on? Where is Harry? He's dead. Dead? How? What happened? That'll keep. What's in the package? Something for Harry. Beach? Open it. Right, sir. Hey, now, now, wait a minute. Don't worry, I'll be careful. You, you can't do this. I said Harry was dead. Mind telling me your name and why you're here? I'm, uh, I'm Roy Davidson. I, well, a, a kind of friend. I promised Harry I'd bring that parcel around tonight. He said he might be pretty late back and, well, he gave me a key. It's after one o'clock in the morning, Mr. Davidson. You're pretty late yourself. I suppose so. Yeah, this parcel, sir. 
Mm. It's uh, some kind of control unit. Yes, that's right. It's a radio control unit for handling model planes at a distance. I had it on loan from Harry. So you're a model maker too? Yes. Now look, about Harry... He was murdered. Murdered? Tonight. Where? King Street Public Hall. He was working on a model railway display. Yes, I know. I, I mean about the display and that he'd be there. You see, I'm in the same club. Ah. How old are you, Mr. Davidson? Twenty. I'm a second-year university student taking a science degree. But look, about Harry. He was stabbed in the back. Oh, poor old Harry. Why didn't you just take the parcel to the exhibition hall? Well, Harry had something else to do. He said he wasn't sure when he'd get there. And when did he tell you all this? This afternoon. He contacted me and said he needed the control unit back in a hurry. Did he say why? Well, something had gone wrong with the only other one he had. I see. Mind telling me where you've been tonight, Mr. Davidson? Out with a girl. I... Well, I really should have been helping with the display. But girls get priority, eh? Each, sir. What's her name, Davidson? Well, I... Her name, laddie. Tracy. Tracy Walsh. Gerald Walsh's daughter? Yes, that's right. We were at a disco club in town. I, I drove her home afterwards and then came out here. Have you known her long? It's Tracy. Oh, for a spell. Harry Dunman introduced me, although he said... Yeah? Well, just that his name wouldn't be a good introduction to Tracy's old man. He was probably right. Mr. Davidson, I'd like you to give Detective Constable Beach a statement. All right, sir. No? No. Good night, Mr. Davidson. Hey, back again, sir. And that's another damn stupid greeting, Mac. Where's Inspector Moss? He's in the caretaker's office, sir. Uh, by the way, the Buddha Ilford has arrived from headquarters. He's in there, too. Uh, boss, thanks for the warning. Uh, what kind of a mood is he in? Well, I've seen him happier, sir. With Chief Superintendent Ilford, I can guess what that means. Thanks, Mac. Oh, sir. Yes, I agree, sir. That's the best way to handle them. I feel... But I'm afraid uh, the rest won't be so easy. He's on the line to the Chief Constable. Oh. Yes, of course, sir. Campaign's here now. I'll, uh, I'll tell him. Oh, you'll do that, all right. Any luck? And you'll Not tell much. the police committee people. Uh, well, thank you, Chief Constable. Thank you. Uh, good night. Well, Thane. Sir? The Chief Constable is postponing the exhibition. Project Community. Whose idea was it, anyway? Community Relations Section, sir. Fostering Police and Public Mutual Understanding, the handbook calls it. Damn the handbook. And damn Community Relations. What's the, the score at Derman's house? It's a break-in, all right. But that's about all I'm sure of so far. Yeah. Well, at least we've got the medical view of things now. Tell him, Moss. A single stab wound, angled downward, plenty of force... Directly into the heart. Mm -hmm. Death would be instantaneous. Time of death? Oh, maybe an hour before he was found. Yeah, well, it helps a little. Well, thing, what's next? There's a link with Gerald Walsh, sir. I think I'll talk with him in the morning. Walsh? Then watch your step. One wrong word and he'll produce a lawyer from his pocket ready to sue. I'll go easy, sir. Yeah, good. Uh, before I go, do I need to remind you about a certain international against West Germany in two days' time? Well, just a friendly, sir. Like the last one? Exactly. We'll have around 100,000 fans milling about. Just get this cleared up fast, thing. I have enough worries as it is. Uh, your wife's away right now, isn't she? Yes, sir. Oh, good, good. No domestic distractions. That should help, anyway. Yes, sir. Goodbye, sir. Well, that could have been worse. I wonder how Mary would like being called a domestic distraction. I can imagine. <laughs> Me too. Well, what now? Derman's flat was raided. We'd better check his car showroom. Oh, I'm ahead of you. It's being done. Good. And we found Derman's car outside here. 
The scientific boys have taken her. How about the caretaker? Oh, him. I leaned on him a bit. And now he admits there was a side door open right up until Francie Lang found the body. What the hell was that? I thought the place was locked tight. <laughs> so did I. But it's an arrangement he had to make life easier. You mean always? Well, usually, right up till he went home. Saved him getting up to answer doorbells. Damn. You want to see him? No, not now. I've uh, someone else waiting. Carol Jordan, the secretary of the model club. I had him brought in. What's he like? He's helpful enough. About 30, walks with a stick. Oh, well, let's have him in. All right. Uh, Mr. Jordan. Yes? In here, please. He works in an estate agency. Uh, I asked him to make a list of the club members who should have been here tonight. Well, that should help. Uh, uh, come in, Mr. Jordan. Thank you. Ah, Mr. Jordan, I'm Chief Inspector Thing. Chief Inspector. Sit down, won't you? Thanks. It's uh, good of you to help like this. Uh, I'm not sure that I can help yet. Uh, here's the list, Mr. Moss. All right. Everybody in the model club who should have been here tonight. Let's have it, Phil. All right. Mm-hmm. Harry Derman isn't on this. He didn't turn up. Not while we were here. Well, when we found him, it looked like he'd been working on the track. He must have come in later. And Harry was the type who'd always find something he reckoned wasn't right. A fanatic for detail. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. But he was always willing to help out. What about Roy Davidson? He's not on the list either. <laughs> Roy called off. He'd a date. He wasn't near the hall? No, not tonight. I'm positive. I see. Cigarette? I don't use them, thanks. Lucky man. <sighs> Mr. Jordan, we're uh, looking for help. Any kind of help, including gossip. About Derman? That's right. No, there's nothing. Think about it. Uh, no, there's nothing. Mr. Jordan, we're talking about murder. And something is worrying you, isn't it? Uh, maybe you're right. Well, let's have it. About a month ago, Harry asked me to buy some electronic hardware for him. Like what? Transistor circuits, that kind of thing. He gave me the cash and I was to shop around, buy a few things in each place. Never a load at once. Then I was to forget about him. And you did it for him? Yes. Did you ask him why? Yes. Told me to mind my own damn business. But you did it. So it couldn't be traced back to him. Why did he want it? I don't know. Oh, you just did what he told you, eh? He said Harry was always willing to help out. Did he ever help you out? Yes. I was in a car crash, and afterwards I was stuck in hospital. I came out nearly broke. I'm married. I, I was tight for cash. Dudman agreed to help me. How much? £500 interest-free. Then, later, when he asked me to get the electronic stuff, he said that if I did it, I could forget about the loan. Well, want a statement, Mr Jordan. And a list of what you bought. That's all for now. Right. I couldn't afford to turn him down, Chief Inspector. I... Uh, we understand, Mr Jordan. Thanks. For that much. Poor basket. You think it matters? Your guess is as good as mine. Oh, there's not much else we can do for now, Phil. I'm going to grab a few hours sleep. And then? Gerald Walsh. We'll try him at home. I've heard something about him. Oh? He's marrying again. And the woman used to be a TV actress or something. Then I'll tie a ribbon round your neck and pretend you're a wedding present. If you're selling, we don't want any. Police. We'd like to see Mr. Walsh. 
Oh, which one? I'm Frank Walsh. Mr. Gerald Walsh? My father. All right, come in. Thanks. Uh, we're having breakfast. Mm -hmm. Along here. The old man's half expecting you. Oh? Why? Oh, we can read. Derman's murder. It's in the papers. Uh, here we are. Uh, Dad visited. Yes. Oh, good morning. Wait a minute. Chief Inspector Thane, right? Yes. Oh, don't look so surprised. We met once years back. You were a sergeant then. I don't forget faces. Who's this with you? Detective Inspector Moss. Oh, sit down, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Like some coffee? Why, well, sounds a good idea. Yeah, will you taste it? Low caffeine and mostly milk. Well, I'm on a diet. I have a brand new Judin ulcer. So we all suffer. Here you are. Thank you. Well, to suit me, I'm in the ulcer club, too. Then maybe we can exchange symptoms sometime. Mm -hmm. And yours, Inspector Moss? Thanks. You're here about Harry Darman, right? Yes. We know you were partners once. I had an interest in something he was doing. There's a difference. Uh, look, Dad, I think... Frank, I... I'll handle this. Stay quiet. Go on, Thane. Stage one is pure routine, Mr. Walsh. Your daughter, Tracy. Tracy? What about her? A student named Roy Davidson says she can confirm his movements last night. A current, long-haired wonder. Yes, he brought her home last night. What's he going to do with things? We're just checking. I'd like to see your daughter. Uh, Tracy's still asleep. Go and get her down, Frank. But, Thane, you talk to her in front of me. All right. Is Davidson, is he in any kind of trouble? Well, he was in the same model engineering club as Dunman. That's a bit old. I knew that. Frank, I told you to get Tracy. Move. All right, I'll get her. Then, I don't mind helping, but this family is not getting involved. If you're worried about publicity... Yes, I am. Wait a minute, there's something I want to get. This photograph. Do you recognize that? I know the face, all right. From the telly. That's it. Ruth Blantyre, the actress. We get married next month. Congratulations. My first wife died ten years back. I never thought of marrying again until I met Ruth, but I'm not having anything fouled up because a low-grade crook has got himself murdered. Well, I wasn't exactly planning to march down the aisle with you, Mr. Walsh. I'm just warning you. And I'm the family to think about, too. Frank helps me run the clubs. He'll run the whole show someday. But he's still pretty wet behind the ears. Tracy's only 19 at art school. Why stir things up for them? We can try to go along with you, but that depends how you play. <laughs> New deck, cut, shuffle, and off the top. All right. Tell me about Harry Derman. He wanted to turn an old cinema into a bingo hall, but he hadn't enough cash. I started with a 30% interest. Then he had problems. So we uh, propped him up again. Correct. Where's your sister? Yeah, she's coming, Dad. Uh, maybe we should have a lawyer along. I'll decide that, son. Isn't it time you were leaving for work? Yeah, well, I think I I'd want like to... the overnight figures ready for when I get in. I can handle this end. All right, if that's what you want. Goodbye. Where were we? Propping up Darman. Yeah. So then I had 51% of the bingo operation. Darman ran it, of course. Until the hall burned down. And that's when he tried to con me over the insurance money. We didn't get far, and any arrangement we had ended. Oh, yes, Tracy, now. Hi, Dad. Hello, love. Frank's at police. Chief Inspector Thane and Inspector Moss. Hi. How do you do? Good morning. Uh, have I done something? No, 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 no. But we think you can help us. Take a look at the morning paper, Tracy. Uh, this story. All right. Uh, Harry Derman. Dead. Oh, 
Diane. Nah, it's all right. Tell her thing. Roy Davidson says he was with you most of the evening. Not most, all of it. Oh. And then he delivered a package to Dunman's flat. Yes, I knew about that. What time did you two get out here? Oh, about midnight. Then Roy stayed for about an hour. With Ruth and I. We'd spent the evening here. Miss Walsh, did you see Derman at any time last night? No, and Roy didn't leave me. Then that's it. I'll see you out, same. Thanks, Miss Walsh. You're welcome, any time. Well, I won't say I'm sorry to see you go. Most people feel that way. Oh, uh, one thing I forgot to ask. How did the fire at the bingo hall start? It's in the insurance report. There was a, an electrical fault. Did that surprise you? I don't think I know what you mean, Thane. Or like it. It'll keep. Goodbye, Mr. Walsh. Good morning again, sir. Hello, Mac. Much happening? Uh, just a few routine reports in your desk, sir. Great. Uh, hey, Chief Inspector, mm -hmm. I put Francie Lang in your office. Uh, he wants to see you about something. Okay, but I've got to go out again to Derman's car showroom. Uh, right. Uh, a cuppa, sir. Uh, after I've seen Sergeant Lang. And let me know if anything comes in from the Scientific Bureau. Uh, well, that's all right. Well, Francie, looking for me? Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Relax, man. What's the problem? If it's another community relations notion... Look... Well, it's not that, sir. Well... Look, sir, before I got this job, I spent a long time on the beat around here. I know people. Well, I thought maybe Let I... me guess. You thought you'd maybe start a one-man murder inquiry. Don't be a damn fool, Francie. I could ask around. I've contacts. Contacts who owe me favours. Well, all right, ask around, but nothing more, understand? Yes, sir. On your way, then. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Thanks very much. As long as he keeps his nose out of trouble. Thane? Dan Lawton, Scientific Bureau, Colin. Oh, hello, Dan. Got something for us? Oh, sometimes we've good days, sometimes we've bad. Mm -hmm. Your murder, for instance. Well? The weapon was wiped. No fingerprints. Ah. But I'd uh, like to visit me at headquarters in about an hour. Why? Wait and see. I might be right, I might be wrong. Now, look, Dan... In about an hour. All right? All right. Bye-bye. Damn. That any sense that I've gone up to the cottage with Mary. Now, what the heck's keeping that tea? Hello, Colin. Welcome to the used car lot. A joker out there tried to flog me a mini. <laughs> the sales manager. Well, this is Durman's office, and I'm glad I came. Meaning? The safe. Oh. Those keys we took from Durman's body opened it. it, it careful now. There's a, a dummy back plate. It, it comes off like, uh, like this. Hey, take a look now. Banknotes. Uh, 3,000 quid, I reckon. And the rest? Three bank books and a passport made out to John Hawkins. You think he was planning a holiday? The incognito kind. Anything else? Uh-huh. Come through to the workshop. Uh, found an old friend of yours. Hey! Shut that thing down! Oh, eh? Oh, 
Hello, Mr. Thane. I had a, had a feeling you'd show up. Hello, Bootsy. How long since you got out this time? Uh, about six months. I could get two years for the last drama and then time off for good behaviour. Good behaviour? Well, that must have made a change. And when did you start work here? Uh, a couple of months back. Bootsy Malloy and work don't exactly mix in my book. Well, I'm a mechanic by trade. And there's this bird I've got now. Well, she wants a ring in her finger and me in a job, you know. It happens to the best of us. Did Derman know you had a record? Ah, sure, but he needed a mechanic. No other reason. Hey, was he working a racket? Because if he was, I didn't get cut in, innit? Where were you last night, Bootsy? With my bird and her folks. And I slept there too. Would you believe on my own on a flaming couch? Well, it has changed, hasn't it? Bootsy, how much do you know about Derman? Nothing. But your memory might improve. If it did, what is it worth? Bootsy, if it does, you'll just tell me, because if you don't and I ever find out, your bird's going to be left chirping alone for a long time. I, I, I was only joking. Well, I wasn't. Phil, take care of things here. Then meet me in the canteen at headquarters. I've got to see Dan Lawrence. Oh, best of luck. You know what I think of his mob. Give them a magnifying glass and they... And they think they own the world, I know. Dumb case, Colin. Mm-hmm. We drew a blank at the murder location, but Dumb's apartment was different. Fingerprints? Oh, who the hell leaves fingerprints anymore? No, a sergeant of mine sniffed around that workshop. Wait now. Yeah, this box. He found these bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Electronic stuff. Uh-huh. Miniaturized components. Then... Well, you sent me a list of parts Derman had someone buy for him. They add up. With half that list of components you produced, an expert could build a gadget that would go through the average electronic security system like a dose of salts. Banks, high-class jewelry stores, safe deposits, take your pick. You're sure, Dan? Sure. That is possible. You mean there's maybe a big-time robbery Somewhere. Sometime. Great. Now, something else. Tommy's car. And we need that microscope and this slide. Yeah, take a look. Yeah, all right. That's all right. What do you see? Uh, a hair of some kind? The human, maybe. Uh-huh. That's top quality mink. Probably from a woman's coat. Narrow, irregular medulla, broad, well defined cortex, and a trace of cosmetic powder clinging to the fibers. We found several of them in Darman's car. He kept expensive company. Electronics, a mink coat. And maybe a robbery coming up. Now, who breaks the glad news to Buddha Ilford? You're the one who found out. All right. I'm elected. It'll cost you a drink. And it's cheap at the price. Uh, well, the tea in this damn canteen gets worse every time. Could practically charge it with assault. Well, it's wet. Would you like another sausage roll? Oh, you must be joking. Hey, look, Colin. If this electronics notion of Dan's is right. Then we've got trouble. Well, maybe more than you reckon. I ran a wee check on Dunman with records. Mm-hmm. They've had rumours linking him with Ziggy Fraser. The Ziggy Fraser. Fraser? He's as mean as they come. Ah, vicious enough to carry his own granny. But. I don't know. See, his kind of operation is usually pretty simple. Hire some muscle and maybe hijack a load of whiskey. Things like that. How strong are the rumours, Phil? Reasonable. But I wouldn't expect Ziggy Fraser to confirm them. No. 
He wouldn't tell you what time it was unless it suited. Phil, suppose Derman was building some box of tricks on a contract for someone like Fraser. Now, being killed might be, well, terminal bonus. Mm-hmm. What about your mink coat? You think you'd a rich bird tucked away somewhere? Derman? Well, it was a notion. Well, you're a character in the arson squad. Offered me a couple of tickets for the Scotland West Germany game just before you go. Oh, <laughs> we should be so lucky. Yeah, that's what I told them. It. Why were you fraternising with the arson squad? I was asking about that bingo hall fire. They still say that the fire was rigged, and the insurance paid out forty thousand quid in the claim. Fifty-one percent of it to Jarrell Walsh. Yeah, he probably used his cigarette money. Hey, finish that tea, Phil. Well, where are we going? Not we, you. That model club secretary, Carol Jordan, find out what he knows about mink. And you? Well, I'm going back to Millside to try to think my way through this. I need some answers before Buddha Elephant starts asking the questions. <laughs> hello, Mac. Oh, hello, sir. What's going on here? A union meeting? Uh, no, nothing, sir, except you've got a visitor, sir. A visitor? Uh, it's that uh, actress woman, sir, Ruth Blantyre. Now, she's maybe a shade past it, sir, but then she's about your age. Detective Constable Beach, how would you like to be back on the beat? Oh, sorry, sir, I only meant... I to... know what you meant. Well, Mike, you know, she's still a, a damn good-looking piece of woman, sir, eh? Oh, by the way, her brother's with her. I put them in your office. All right, Mac. What else has disturbed your peace? Uh, Chief Superintendent Ilford phones. Oh. Uh, oh, and uh, Francie Lang is coming to see you. Right. Get the shot of lectures back to work. <sighs> Put some of them on trying to locate Ziggy Fraser. Hey, right, sir. Hey, come on now, lads. You have. Move. Uh, Beach. Got you for a start. All right, Sarge. Straight away, Sarge. Miss Blantyre. Your sergeant said it would be all right if you waited in here. You don't mind? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, this is my brother, Don. Hello, Mr. Blantyre. This is totally Ruth's idea, not mine. But I won't take more than a couple of minutes, I promise. That's all right. Cigarette. Thanks. Not for me. A light, Miss Blantyre. Oh, thank you. That's a handsome engagement ring. Genuine diamond solitaire, like a rock. Like to guess its value. Oh, Don, shut up. Sorry. Still, Chief Inspector, you know I'm engaged to Gerald Walsh. Oh, yes, yes. And I know you've been to see him. Did he tell you to come? No. And I'd rather he didn't find out. He needn't. Well, thanks, Chief Inspector. Well, I was at Gerald's place last night when Tracy got back with the Davidson boy, and I... Well, I can confirm that. The other thing is... Look, Gerald is worried sick about all that's happening. He didn't seem that way to me. Gerald matters a lot, as far as I'm concerned. Ruthie, for God's sake, get on with it. If you're worried about publicity... I'm not. Only about Gerald. I... Well, there's something Gerald won't tell you. It... But I'd rather you find out now than later. Go ahead. About a week ago, Gerald arrived at his club. You know, the silk slipper? Mm-hmm. Well, Harry Derman was waiting and tried to put the bite on Gerald for money. Gerald knocked him down and then threw him out. Telling the world around, I'll murder that basket if he shows his face here again. Could he have meant it? No, oh, he couldn't have been involved. You say Derman tried to squeeze money out of Jarrow Walsh. How? I don't know. But I do know what Derman tried to do once before. Well, you know about the bingo club fire? Yes, yes. 
Well, Gerald swears Derman must have started that fire. He'd been trying to get Gerald to either buy him out or, or sell the hall and take a loss. The place wasn't making money and Derman was in trouble. Well, Gerald wouldn't sell. That's how I've heard it, too. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me. Thing? It's Butch uh, Malloy here, Mr. Thane. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, I've remembered a couple of things. Good. No promises, but if they matter, you won't lose on it. Well, just remember I'm doing this because of that bird of mine. And anything I did for Derman was straight, ordinary work, right? If you say so. Let's have it. Well, not over a phone. Then where? Outside Kelvin Grove Art Galleries in ten minutes. I'll be near the bus stop. Why there? I've a damn good reason. The Art Galleries, Mr. Thane, in ten minutes. Right, I'll be there. You're busy, Chief Inspector. Uh, yes, I'm afraid so. Well, we'll go then. But, yes, I, I think I'll tell Gerald I was here. He's a lucky man, Miss Blanter. Luckier than he knows. Thank you. Goodbye, then. Goodbye. Art gallery's coming up, sir. Right. Take it easy, Erickson. I don't want to scare him off. Sir. Mac, we'll cruise past the bus stop. Keep your eyes open for Malloy and for anyone else you might know. Uh, are you expecting trouble, then? No, just being careful. Aye, uh, that Malloy's the tricky one. And... Hell, what's going on up there? Uh, uh, pull in, Erickson. Well, that's the bus stop, sir. But that crowd just beyond it. Come on, Mac. Oh, it was awful, just awful. Get through there, please. Greece. Oh, hell. No, I said get back there. Oh, hello, sir. Constable. O'Hara, Marine Division, sir. I've sent for an ambulance, but, well, he's dead. It's Bootsy Malloy, sir. Aye, aye, aye. Get those people oh, back, back Mac. Yes, right. Hey, come on, now. Back there, no. Well, Constable, what happened? Well, sir, I saw it, sir. I was on the North Pavement heading west. Oh, Harry, you're not in the flaming witness box. Just tell it. Well, he was crossing the road, sir. Huh? He was heading for the bus stop. And this van, it, it just came belting out of nowhere and ran him down. And then it kept on going. Number? Oh, I got it, sir. I, I passed it to Marine Division on my personal radio. Good. It was probably stolen. What about the driver? Well, there, there were two of them in the cab, sir, and I'd swear they were wearing stocking masks. You're probably right. Uh, the victim, sir, did you know him then? I was coming to meet him. Uh, uh, Mr. Thien. Yes, Mac? Uh, uh, this lady here says she got to him first. Aye, that's right. He was just gone when I reached him. Did he say anything? Could be important. I doubt that. He just muttered away about a bird. A wee bird. Ah, he wouldn't know what he was saying. There wasn't as much as a pigeon around. He meant another kind of bird, Mrs. His girl. Oh, well. And she's the one we should be sorry for now, eh? You're probably right. Yes, you're probably right. Oh, Finn, come in. Sir? Hey, Colin. You had some bad luck? Sit down, Finn. Ah. Say, next time you arrange to meet an informer, let me know. I'll send out tickets. <clears throat> well, what's the score on it now, Colin? A stolen van found abandoned. No trace of who was driving it. But we can take it they were following Malloy, waiting their chance, hmm? What are you doing about it? Trying to backtrack on Malloy's movements. And I've switched Phil Moss onto finding Malloy's girl. Every spare man I've got is trying to locate Ziggy Fraser. Mm. You saw Gerald Walsh this morning. Yes, sir, my report should I've seen it, yes. Thane, in case you don't know it, anyone trying to get a casino license in this country 
has to be as pure as an archbishop. Hmm. For the moment, I'm more interested in the late Harry Derman for damn good reason. We've found out a bit more about what Derman was working on, Colin. Ever heard of a ghost pulse unit? No. Well, how about a vibration desensor? I said tell him never mind the trimmings. That's right. Look, electronic <clears throat> security means that you can have a thing the size of a can of beans lying in the middle of a room. A thing so sensitive... It will react to, to, to the way air cunts in the room are disturbed if someone as much as raises an arm. It's like my wife, damn sensitive to drafts. Now, the second type are vibrators. They're wired on a circuit to a door or maybe the windows and send out a pulse beat. Now, if anything upsets that beat, alarms start ringing. Follow me? I think so. Thane, we've had two reports of break-ins at electronic stores this morning. Both lost remote control units, like the kind this young fellow, Davidson, was returning to Derman. Which means somebody needed them badly. Colin, I'm not sure about the remote control side, but I'm damn certain Derman was building a ghost pulse unit, a gadget that could snuff out an electronic pulse guard alarm system. Yeah, we're warning all organisations using these alarm systems. Uh, wait a moment. Yes? Uh, yes, he's here. Hold on. Thane, it's for you. It's, uh, it's Moss. Oh, thank you, sir. Hello, Phil. Colin, I found that girl. Columbus Street. Do you know it? Yes. Have you talked to her? And told her about Malloy. She took it badly. I'll come over. Thanks, Phil. Well? We found Malloy's girl, sir. Then let's hope she knows something. Keep in touch, Thane. I'll be with Chief Constable sorting out crowd control for this damned football match. West Germany... Why couldn't we have played them out there? Now, this door, Colin, the bell doesn't work. Around here, that's no surprise. When they pull this street down, only the rats will be sorry. Aye. Her name is Rose Hodge. We'll watch out for her mother. She's huh? a tartar. You again? I'm sorry, Mrs. Hodge, but that's how it is. All right. Come in. Thank you. In here. Rose? Yes, ma? The police. Again. It's all right, ma. This won't take long, Rose. Bootsy told me about you. Bootsy? If her dad and me had known more about him... Oh, look, Mrs. Hodge, but... uh, why don't you get lost for five minutes? Then you'll get rid of us in half the time. If you think you I could I said go me... away, Mrs. Hodge. For your daughter's sake, eh? Oh, all right. But, Rose... You call me if they annoy you too much. Yes, ma. Well, now. She means well. I know, I know. Rose, Bootsy said he was going straight. That's right. We, we were saving to get married. How did he get that job at Derman Motors? A, a friend told him about it. Well, what was his name, eh? Oh, somebody called Fraser. Iggy or Ziggy Fraser, something like that. Ziggy Fraser, I see. Yes, we know about him. Why did they kill Bootsy, mister? Why did they do it? Because Bootsy wanted to tell me something, Rose. Now, if I could find out what that something was, it would help a lot. Had he been worried about anything? Yes. Something he had to do for a friend of Mr. Derman's, a, a special job. Tell me about it. Well, he had to go somewhere and repaint two big vans, paint them blue. Blue? Yes. And he was worried in case it were stolen, yet he said he had to do it in case he lost his job. Did he tell you where the vans were, Rose? No. Anything else, Rose? Anything at all? No. I'm sorry. Oh, never mind. You've done fine.
Oh, that's that. Ziggy Fraser. And two large blue vans. Loot carrying for the use of. Mm-hmm. There's her car. Uh-oh, look who's coming. Your friend, Sergeant Lang. Hello, sir. I heard you were here. Hey, have you got a moment? Yes, I suppose so, Francine. I hear you're looking for Ziggy Fraser. You hear a hell of a lot, Sergeant. I think I can lay Ziggy Fraser on a plate for you, sir. I've a contact who owes me a favor. Can you trust him? No, but he knows I'd beat his ears off if he tried anything. He says he'll be able to tell me where Fraser is tonight. Well, go carefully and do nothing on your own. Right, sir. Yeah, there's something else. Well? The word is Harry Durman was shopping around for some warehouse space near the docks. Well, then he stopped asking. It looks like he got fixed up. How the hell are we supposed to compete? Thanks, Francie. But go carefully. I mean it. Ah, well, I know what Ziggy Fraser's like. Goodbye, sir. Bye, Francie. See you. Into the car, Phil. Where to, sir? Oh, just give me a minute. Oh, Francie Lang. Wandering around on his own, in a uniform. And he comes up with almost as much as us. (sighs) Phil... How did you get on when you saw Carol Jordan? Oh, our model club secretary. Well, I asked him about Durman like you wanted, and he laughed at the notion of Durman having any kind of woman friend, let alone one with a mink coat. Why? Durman was more the other way inclined. Oh, Jordan had company when I found him. Tracy Walsh and her hairy boyfriend. Davidson? Why? Don't ask me. But they looked worried. They took off quickly enough when I arrived. The girl made some excuse about... Hey. What? She said she had to get to Kelvin Grovat Galleries, Colin. Some student assignment she had there. And Bootsy said... You were to meet him at Kelvin Grovat Galleries for a reason. Driver? Yes, sir? Go to the Silk Slipper, Jaddle Walsh's club. I know it, sir. Do we have a reason? Well, that depends on Walsh, Phil. Let's find out. Good afternoon, Chief Inspector. What brings you to the Silk Slipper? Don't tell me you have a gambling instinct. The instinct, but not the means. I'd like to see your father, Frank. In the mood he's in, you're welcome. I'll take you to him. Thanks. Now, the club's quiet just now, of course. The real action doesn't start till around midnight. I see. Were you here last night? Meaning? Just that. I was here. Until around 1 a.m., either in the office with Don Blantyre or out front giving the punters the happy smile bit. And they'd remember. Done well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, in here. Oh, uh, Dad, uh... Hmm? No, you two again. Just, uh, just briefly, Mr. Walsh. Good. You've arrived in the middle of an unplanned family gathering. Let's see, well, you've already met Ruth and her brother. That's right. Hello? Chief Inspector. Hi. Well, Chief Inspector... I'd like to talk to you alone for a minute, Mr. Walsh. All right. Ruthie. What, Gerald? That mink of yours. Do you have to use it as a foot mat? It worries me. Oh, it's slipped off his chair again. Well, I'll get it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Miss Blantyre. I kind of tripped. No harm done. Uh, here's your mink. Thanks. I bought this myself, so it matters. Phil, mm. stay with them and check out the points I asked about. Oh, yes, sure. Right, Colin. Well, take a walk around the tables, Thane. For me, it's a kind of dawn patrol. Well, now you've had the guided tour. Roulette, baccarat, you name it, we've got it. 
This painting on the wall, did Tracy do that? Yeah, she's pretty good, eh? Yeah, she is. She was at the art galleries earlier, wasn't she? Right. Working on a project for art school. Uh-huh. Look, then, let's get to business. Uh, Ruthie came to see you. Yes. What she told you was true. Dermond did come to see me, and I threw him out. Why did he come? I don't know for certain. I came into the club, found him, and told him to get out. He made some noises about letting me in on some deal, but after the last time... You weren't interested. He was lucky I heaved him out of the door and not through a window. But I didn't see him after that, or kill him. Mr. Walsh, how long have you held a gaming license? You can look it up. If you're interested, the man who checked me out when I applied was your boss, Chief Superintendent Ilford. That's a fair recommendation. Maybe one worth remembering. Finished? For now. I'll just collect Inspector Moss, and we'll be on our way. That's the first piece of good news I've had today. Anything on the radio while we were gone, Erickson? Nothing for us, sir. Right. Back to Millside. Well, I got it, Colin. Mink? Aye. It was a, an interesting fall. With a soft landing on Ruth Blantyre. You're easily satisfied. <laughs> well, he gave me the chance to get a sample from her coat. A few hairs for the Scientific Bureau's comparison microscope. Good. I suppose they match the ones from Derman's car. And we're in business, Phil. Except... Except what? I like her. Well, what the hell's that got to do with it? Nothing, Phil. <laughs> Nothing at all. Millside CID, Inspector Moss. Headquarters on the line, Inspector. It's Chief Superintendent Ilford for Chief Inspector Thane. Oh, he's here. Hold on. Colin, mm-hmm. it's Butter Ilford for you. All right. What time is it? Uh, after nine. Four hours. We've just been hanging around here. Like birds in the wilderness. Here, let's have the phone. Thane? Mm. Read that the operational order I put out, Thane. Uh, the surveillance plan, sir, yes. Yeah, codename Operation Mink. Special watches on selected high-risk premises with electronics, security devices. It looks comprehensive enough. No, it isn't. But it's the best we can do. It's a good code name, sir. Operation Mink. Is it? Hmm. I've just heard from Dan Lawrence's people. Those hair samples you sent me, Thane. Mink? They were tarted up rabbit. Rabbit? Rabbit. Four legs, big ears. Oh. Somewhat down the social scale. Operation Bunny Rabbit, sir. I don't think that's funny. No, sir. Sergeant Lang was supposed to have a lead to that uh, Ziggy Fraser. Well, we're waiting to hear from him, sir. Yeah. And I'll be waiting to hear from you, Thane. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. Operation Bunny Rabbit. <laughs> Always the diplomat, aren't you? Oh, belt up, Phil. Still, it means we don't necessarily get the truth from Ruth Blantyre mm. and the Walsh family. I think they're getting edgy. So is Buddha Ilford. Aye. I'll get it. <clears throat> Thane? It's Francie Lang, sir. I'm in a phone box in Fedra Street. Can you get down fast? Fedra Street, Phil? I know it. Uh-huh. Ziggy Fraser's here, near the West Quayside. I saw him going into an old warehouse yard a couple of minutes back, and at least another three nets with him. We're on our way, Francie. Now stay put till we get there, understand? Right, sir. Phil, two cars, stuff them full of men. Two cars it is. And tell them to get a move on. I don't want to lose Fraser. 
Very nearly there, sir. Next turning's Fedra Street. Slow down, then. Right, sir. Second car's right behind us, Colin. West Quayside's at the far end. Oh, there's the phone box. Oh, it's empty. Damn, I told him to stay sir. put. Sir, there's something happening further down. In the middle of the street. I see them. Well, somebody's been thumped. Put down, Erickson, hard. They've seen us. They're running. Now, Erickson. Colin, it's Francie Lang. Get after them, all of you. Right. Come on, lads. Oh, it is some of you. Right, sir. Right. Come on. Erickson, give me a hand to ease him over. Right, sir. Miss. Francie. Francie. Uh, I, I found it up, sir. Erickson, radio for an ambulance. Right. We'll, we'll get you fixed up, sir. Don't worry. That'll be right. What happened, Francie? Well, they, they were starting to leave. I, I tried to follow Fraser, but oh, I made a mess of it. You did fine, Francie. There were near a dozen of them. A couple with guns. You sure? <laughs> sure enough to think they, they were going to shoot me. Uh, and that strange Ziggy Fraser said, why waste a bullet? Ambulance uh, on his way, sir. Good. And Inspector Moss is coming back, sir. He's got one of them. Right, you stay with Francie. I'll do that, sir. Come on, you. Move it. Yeah, hey, don't jump, Mike. This is a lot, Colin. The rest get away. Let's see what kind of animal it is. Well, who are you calling an animal, huh? Oh, he hit me. You saw that? Me? I didn't see anything. What's your name? Get stuffed. Well, that's a nice name. Suits you. Name? When it comes to attempted murder, I'd like to know who I'm charging. Oh, here, steady on. Attempted you. murder as a starter. There's Bootsy Malloy and Harry Dermott to follow. Oh, look, no, me. I was with Ziggy Fraser, right? I don't want a speech, just your name. Rogan, Joe Rogan. Hey, look, maybe a thumped your sergeant a couple of times, but everybody was doing Rogan, that. Rogan, I'm going to caution you. Oh, look, forget it. I know the drill, eh? We're listening, Rogan. Well, I got the word to see. From Ziggy Fraser. That's right. It was hiding bodies for a job, and that was a couple of weeks back. What kind of job? Well, Ziggy doesn't play that way. But it's big, and, and soon. He needed a dozen years. The pay was 2,000 quid. That's good pay for hired muscle. And tonight? Well, it's just a wee talk. Like... Just to make sure you knew about Bootsy Malloy. Aye. Look, I want names, Rogan. Every man who was there tonight. Oh, for me, mister. Look, you know about Ziggy. The words suit you want them, but that's my lot. Well, I could meet no, you. I don't Look, want to end Rogan, up dead. Ziggy isn't running the show, is he? No, it's a contract job laid on. Look, we, we get the stuff the character that dreamed up at Joe Paisu. That's say honest to Book us. him, Phil. Attempted murder. Oh, well, Shut man... up. How's Francie lying? I'll let a hospital doctor answer that one. Meet me at headquarters, Phil. Right. Come on, you. All right, meet my head on. Guns. With Fraser's crowd, I suppose we should have expected it. And they'll use them. Yeah, we'll be ready for that. There's one thing I'd like done, sir. Well? A 24-hour surveillance on the Walsh family. Hmm? The whole damn tribe, I haven't the men. Then child old Walsh on his own. Well, all right if it keeps you happy. Come. Oh, Moss, we're expecting you. Sir? How's Sergeant Lang? Not too good. Broken ribs, fractured left arm, internal injuries. They'll have to operate. Uh, Lang's tough. Yeah, if he wasn't, he'd be dead by now. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll go to the hospital in the morning. Thane, what's your plan? Keep searching for Ziggy Fraser. Mm, yes. 
This warehouse at the West Quayside, the, the one Fraser's been using, mm. any luck there? Some scraps of electrical wiring in a hut, some blue paint stains in the yard, that's all so far. Mm. It's probably where Butcher Malloy resprayed those vans. Mm. The fingerprint boys are trying the place now. Yeah, two large vans. Well, Thane, I'll wait till morning, then try Malloy's girl again, sir. Yeah, there's not much else left, is there? Well, uh, get some sleep, both of you. Just leave me to my football fans. Damn all internationals. We'll probably lose anyway. Sit down, Chief Inspector. Thanks. My mother's out. That should make it easier. She means well. I know, I know. Rose, just one question. Did Bootsy ever mention the art galleries to you? Well, we went there once because it was raining. Huh? We didn't bother with the pictures, just looked at the stuffed animals and had a laugh about one of the Egyptian mummies. Bootsy said it looked the way my dad does after a few beers. Then, well, it stopped raining, so we left. Was there anyone there in you, Rose? Well, yes, there was. A big grey-haired man and a girl who... Well, she could have been his daughter. Mind you, they walked right past like we didn't exist. You mean Bootsy didn't speak to them? No. But he did say the man was a big-shot gambler and that... Uh, what? I'm trying to remember. It was something about the man having a business deal lined up with Mr. Durman. But he didn't tell me the man's name or anything. Would you know the man and girl again, Rose? I think so. Mr. Thane, does it help? About who killed Bootsy, I mean. It might, Rose. I think... Uh... Yes, I uh, think I'll have a look at the art galleries myself. Can I help you, sir? Just having a look round. It's a few years since I was here. Well, you'll find some changes in the galleries, ain't sir? <laughs> I can imagine. Someone told me there were art students working here. Ah, uh, there's usually one or two, sir. Uh -huh. I think with a girl in the Dutch room, copying their Embrats or something. I'm never sure what they kids are up to. Thanks. Thanks very much. Dutch room. Oh, uh, here we are. Hello, Tracy. Oh, hi. And you're here too, Roy, are you? Well, you get around. This is hardly your scene, is it, Chief Inspector? No, not really. So it's business. You being here, I mean. Mm-hmm. This your canvas, Tracy? Yeah, a project, a class assignment. It's not bad. You're in good company, of course. Rembrandt. Man in armour, isn't it? That's what it says on the label. It's chocolate box stuff. Ah, well, I'm no judge. How long have you been working on this assignment, Tracy? Oh, a month or so. When I get time between lectures. Mm, people look in at her as if she was an animal in a <laughs> zoo. That's why Roy comes, to cheer me up. Does your father ever call him? He has a couple of times. Duty visits, poor daddy. Well, he's pretty proud of you. Mm, suppose he is. Are you trying to say something, Chief Inspector? Maybe. Like what? Well, trouble has a habit of snowballing. Makes sense to get rid of it when you can. Get rid of what? Roy. You both knew Harry Derman. And, of course, Tracy, Harry Derman knew your father. My father's got nothing to do with... With what? Oh, tell him, Roy. Let's get it over with. Tracy. Tell him, Roy, please. All right. Look, I... I helped Harry Durman with a problem. He offered me 50 quid if I would. What kind of a problem? How to make chemical smoke pellets. Small ones. He, he said he needed them as a gimmick in a model engineering display. Did you believe that? I am on a student grant, Chief Inspector. I believe 50 quid. I, 
Well, I, I asked one of my professors at university and he turned it into a class project. And you made the smoke pellets? Well, the, the class did. Uh -huh. We tried them out. One pellet will blanket a fair-sized room. And Derman got them? Yes. Then, uh, well, well, after he was killed, we heard how Carol Jordan had been buying electronic gear. And you began to sweat? Yes. And you've no idea why he really wanted those pellets? If he had, he'd tell you. All right. You'll both stay quiet about this for now, eh? I'll talk to you again. Anything you say, Chief Inspector. Roy just wants a way out of this mess. Chief Inspector Thane? Mm-hmm. I'm John Randolph, uh, security officer of the galleries. Everything all right in there? I have no problems. Oh. No, um, one of our attendants is an ex-policeman recognised you. I see. And we've just had a warning from our local CID people to be on our toes. Then I'd just stay that way. Chief Inspector, if mm. there's any kind of security problem here, I really must be told. You will be, Mr. Randolph, if there is. Chief Inspector... I'm sorry, Mr. Randolph, I've got to go. I have a colleague to meet. He's, uh, researching another form of art. Red Nine. Uh, you would have lost again, Inspector Moss. Now that's the story of my life. I need a system. Roulette's a gamble. The wheel has no memory, Inspector. Well, I'm hoping you have, Frank. I thought you came here to see my father. And he's out. Oh, well, keep it short, Inspector. I've got work to do. Tonight's going to be a busy one when those football fans come back into town. Win, lose, or draw, they'll have money to burn. And you're ready to stoke the fire. All right, Ed. It's, uh, it's more curiosity. Your old man says he met Chief Inspector Thane a long time ago. But he didn't say how. No. That's oh, typical. It was years back. A raid on a poker game in a private club. There was a minor rumpus, and someone said the old man thumped a cop, but it was straightened out. I see. Oh, well, now I can tell him. This is uh, quite an operation you've got here. <laughs> How much more of it will you have to carry once your father remarries? Oh, no more than now. Gerald Walsh isn't the type who eases out gently. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he thinks I'm still wet behind the ears. Oh, at his age, with his money, he could pack it in and go abroad. You tell him. Anyway, Ruth wouldn't want it. Do you mind him remarrying? Everybody has his own life to lead. Oh, that's true. Tell my father that, too. Mm -hmm. Hard to get along with, is he? Ask me another time, Inspector, but not now. Don Blantyre and I are going to the game with him tonight. I have a load of work to finish before I can get out of here. Haven't you finished that report yet, Beach? Oh, look, Sergeant, it's complicated. Look, I don't care if it's double-jointed, laddie. Get it finished. Aye. Here, what's going on anyway, Sarge? I mean, the chief and Inspector Moss will have been going in and out of here like yo-yos all day. Aye. What's the time now? Hey, seven o'clock. That's an hour till kick-off at Hamden. Oh, good evening, sir. Anything new, Mac? Uh, no, sir. Uh, will those scientific bureau have been trying to get you? Get someone to find me some tea, Mac. I need it. I'll make that too. Hello, Phil. Never had to fight your way through a mob of football. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> oh, city's empty and outdoors, Hamden. I will come through to my room, Phil. Oh, and Mac. Yes, sir. Hurry that tea, will you? Reach out. Well, how do you get on, Colin? Not much that matters. I looked in at the hospital, though. Fancy lying. How is he? They've operated, they say he's comfortable. Oh, the usual flannel. Sit down, Phil. <sighs> I've solved one mystery. That story Frank Walsh told you about when I first met his father. Oh, the poker game raid. It's been on my mind. Well, it came to me. 
But Walsh... No, no, no. Why we raided the game? Our inspector had a tip. A man he wanted would be there. Ziggy Fraser, Phil. Fraser? He was minor league then, but we wanted him. Not as much as we want him now. No. Well, I'd better see what the scientific bureau wants. Hello. Yes, sir? Get me Superintendent Lawrence at headquarters, please. Right away, sir. Hmm. Did you know they've uh, got a color TV set rigged up in the radio room? For the game? Uh-huh. Oh, here, there's a notion. Uh, come in. There's your tea, sir. Oh, good. Oh, I put them on the desk, Mark. Great, yes, sir. Thanks. Oh, great. Warm and wet. Oh, I needed this. <laughs> You're not alone. Ah. Thane. Your call to Superintendent Lawrence, sir. Oh, thanks. Hello, Dan. I'm glad you called back, Colin. I have a, uh, well, uh, a wee surprise for you. Not again. About mink. Uh, now, look, Dan. I mean it. I was talking to an electronics boffin and, uh, mentioned those mink hairs a bit of a joke. Some joke. Yeah, well, he didn't think it was funny either. You won't believe this, Colin. But, uh, well, wear a thick fur coat with Mink the Ideal and you'll beat almost any electronic vibration sensor system. Say that again. A gang in France did a couple of major jewel raids that way. The fur damps down air movement enough to let a man reach a sensor unit without being detected. Then, well, he can bring out of action. That's all. Thanks, Dan. Thanks very much. What is that about? We could be looking for a Ned in a mink coat. Yeah, kid. That's what Dan reckons. Well, now there's something. Phil, Walsh's first wife, now suppose she had a mink coat, and he kept it after she died. Well, could be. But how did we find out for sure without a search warrant? And who in his right mind's going to give us one of what we've got? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Finish that tea, Phil. Hmm? Let's go and watch the TV. Oh, now there's a good idea. Well, the Lobos did have a last time. It's not at all. He should have had to go. I said, don't heads in the way. And stop your nattering. Billy Morgan lining up to take the corner. Tremendous encouragement from the fans here. Right footed, a high ball away. The far side, a header. Oh, the ball's headed again. What is it, Owen? Sir, it's urgent. Oh, right. Phil, outside. Oh, All right. Well? Message from headquarters, sir. Red priority, Operation Mink. Oh, thanks. Right. What is it? Read for yourself. Chief Inspector Thane to Shaw Castle of Lomond. Operation Mink, rendezvous en route with county car and civilian expert John Randolph. Who's Randolph? The security man at the art galleries. Loch Lomond? Mm. What's Shaw's castle? Well, it's an old mansion out there. I've heard the name, that's all. Uh, I've got the duty car out front, sir. Let's go, Phil. Operation Mink. Right in the middle of an international. And when we're winning for once... Can you tell me what's happened? Look, Mr. Randolph, I don't know a damn thing yet. Not me. About anything. You don't? My God, this is like a nightmare. What's special about Shaw Castle? The bottle collection man. Say that again. 
The Burrell Collection. You've heard of it, I presume. We've heard of it. All right, Mr. Randolph, go on. Thousands of works of art. Chinese porcelain, Etruscan bronze, Renaissance stained glass, Gobelin tapestries. Then the painting. Oh, we don't need a catalogue. What the hell was it doing at the Shaw Castle place, and what's happened to it? Well, I don't know. Yet. Except that the castle's been raided, and part of the collection's gone. Zane, do you know how much the battle collection's worth? No. A minimum. An absolute minimum of 30 million pounds. 30 million? It could be more. How do you price something that starts off with a job lot of 22 Degard originals? But uh, what was it doing at Shaw Castle? Sir William Burrell gifted the collection to Glasgow. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, about 30 years ago. With half a million pounds to build a gallery for its display. And the experts have been quarreling ever since about where to build it, I know. Well, it wasn't so simple. The deed of gifts said the gallery had to be located where the collection would be safe from air pollution. We had to keep the stuff everywhere, sir. 8,000 pieces from full-sized doors from castles to things the size of thimbles. And Shaw Castle? Well, the gallery's building now. Shaw Castle's become a, an assembly point for the collection, cataloging, cleaning work. And your security? Maximum. Electronic surveillance, guards. <laughs> now we know. Then, uh -huh. if the police knew anything like this might happen... We'll worry about that one later. Let's get to Shaw Castle. Chief Inspector Payne? I am, sir. Mm, I'm Superintendent Doherty, County Police. Mm -hmm. Man, we were right foul up going. Did you bring this gallery security character? That's him. His name's Randolph. The other one is Inspector Moss. Mm, right. Uh, Mr. Randolph. Yes? You and Moss better go straight into the castle and try to tell us what's missing. All right. Mr. Randolph, this way. Well, I'll tell you how it stands. There were two night security men on duty and two of our own county cops as a backup. Though we were told the place was as safe as a fort. Famous last words. Yeah. Tonight, the automatic fire alarm began ringing. There was smoke, thick smoke. Aye. And the telephone lines went dead. While they were still trying to work that out, the guards were surprised and clubbed down. They, uh... Well, it sounds daft, but the guards say one of the men was... was... wearing a mink coat. Yes. How did they get in, Superintendent? God knows. But they went through the electronic locks. The lot, like they were butter. Afterwards, well, the guards had been tied up. One got free and raised the alarm. Come and see the rest for yourself. Over here, we on the table. We found a few of them. Chemical smoke bombs. It's like a small transistor radio. Remote control. Now, well, that ties in, too. Somebody wanders in with a bag of tools and says he's been sent to do a job. Nobody bothers to check, and he leaves these behind. Then they raid the place, load up, and get away. Hmm. My guess is they'd used two vans. And they did. Mm -hmm. A farmer saw the vans leaving. Didn't think anything about it till later, of course. Mm. Here's Randolph coming back. Now we'll know the worst. Well, Mr. Randolph? Colin, you think about two million pounds worth has gone? Two million? It's difficult to be exact. I see all I've got is a master list of numbered packing cases. Two million is exact enough. Even a high power Ned can't fence old masters like the were crates of whiskey. You're wrong. Major masterpieces couldn't be marketed. But there are hundreds of other pieces, smaller things. They'd be snapped up in the open market abroad. <laughs> no way of proving they were stolen. What's that you've got? Vase. Early me. Mm -hmm. Must have dropped it. 
Mr. Randolph, how many people knew the bottle collection was being gathered here? Department of Staff, one or two outside experts, art experts. Any chance one of them might give a lecture to students afterwards on what they'd seen? Art students? Mm -hmm. Well, we wouldn't encourage it. And they know the security layout here, maybe even mention it? They are eminent men. We're the worst. Well, can't you imagine it? A lecturer letting his students into some little secret. Oh. I, I don't know. What's in your mind, then? A girl, Superintendent, a girl. And a football match. The Walsh's thing. We tried to keep tabs on Gerald Walsh, mm -hmm. but we lost him. One of those pre-match traffic jams. But afterwards... Uh, here's the timetable. See for yourself. Thank you, sir. Gerald Walsh and Ruth Blantyre drive up to the Silk Slipper Club at 11.30 p.m. Mm, the first time after the game that we knew where he was. Tracy Walsh and Roy Davidson surface about the same time at Walsh's house. Uh, and that's it. Uh, I know. You wanted surveillance on the whole Walsh tribe. If I'd done what you wanted, not that I'm making an apology then. I understand, sir. I don't think that helps. Come. Ah, hello, Moss. Uh, come in. Sure. Any luck for you? On the nose were the second of those art experts I tried. One of the people who knew about Shaw Castle and the barrel collection. That's right, sir. And he was Jeremy Garrick. He admits he gave a lecture to art students afterwards. And spelled out most of the security arrangements. Aye. Mm -hmm. He thought it gave the lecture some colour. Yeah, I'll give him colour. What about the Walsh girl? Yeah, she was one of the students. Phil. Aye? Go out to Walsh's home, collect his daughter, and take a look through the wardrobes. Am I looking for a mate coat? Well, that's all you tell her, Phil. Then bring her straight back to the Silk Slipper Club. I'll be there with Walsh. Mr. Walsh will see you in his office, Chief Inspector. If you'll come with me... Don't I'll... bother. I know the way, Beach. Sir, come on. Here we are. Back again, Thane. That's right. Hello, Chief Inspector. Miss Blantyre. Who's this with you? Uh, Detective Constable Beach, sir. About your daughter, sir. Tracy? Has something happened to her? No, but I'm having her brought here. Your what? Having her brought here. Has she been with you any part of tonight? Now, wait a minute. What's he doing? Just taking a shorthand note, sir. Did she tell you where she'd be this evening? Thane, what is going on? Did she tell you? Well, she said something about going to a disco club with Roy. If that long-haired creep has landed on some kind of a jam... Gerald, let them tell it. All right. Go on, Chief Inspector. Thanks. Walsh, your daughter and Davidson held back information concerning the murder of Harry Derman. We now have reason to believe they may also be able to help us in inquiries into another matter. What other matter? A major robbery tonight. Thank God help you for this. When did you last see your daughter... At home, this evening, before I went to the International. Did you go with him, Miss Blantyre? No. Frank and my brother did. I stayed at the house. Tracy left about an hour later. Then what did you do? Well, eventually I went into town to meet Gerald for a meal. Frank and Don were there too, like we'd arranged, and... Well, Gerald turned up eventually. We got separated in the crowd outside the ground before the game began. You would have lost a regiment in that kind of crush. And then I had problems getting back to town afterwards. But Don Blantyre and your son didn't stay with you after the meal. They went off to a party somewhere. What is all this going to do with Tracy? I like to place people. Tell me, Mr. Walsh, 
How well does she know Ziggy Fraser? Like I knew Harry Derman. But Tracy hasn't even heard of him. Tracy hasn't heard of who, Dad? Tracy, you're right. Oh, she's fine. She said pushed you Don't around. Don't play the heavy, Dad. Not right now. Hello, Ruth. Tracy, we were worried. I'm all right. Uh, Phil, close the damn door. Oh, sorry. Uh, Colin, we, uh, we didn't find it. Oh, thanks, Phil. Dad, I asked already, who's Ziggy Fraser? Just a man. Ever heard of him, Miss Walsh? No. He sounds like a footballer. Well, he isn't. Thane, what were you looking for at my house? I want to know. Did your first wife own a mink coat, Mr Walsh? Yes. Dad, they looked in that wardrobe, but the coat, it isn't there or anywhere else. I... I know that. I I sold the thing. Didn't I tell you? No. Well, I did. I don't mind. I just didn't know. Miss Walsh, where were you tonight? At a disco in town with Roy. Thank God for that. Tracy, they say you and Roy knew something about Derman's murder. Well, we were going to tell you, Dad. You were going to tell me. All right, then. What more do you want? We're finished for now. And you just walk out after searching my house, dragging my daughter here? I didn't say it was over, Mr. Walsh, not for a minute. Phil? Beach? Sir? Come on. It's dark enough out there. How long have we been waiting now? Twenty minutes. Still, give them time. How about for what, sir? A beach. Just watch Walsh's car like you were told. Sorry, sir. Erickson. Yes, sir? When he leaves, we follow. But not too close, understand? I've done it before, sir. Mm. You know, I'd like a nice steak and chips. Well, that wouldn't do you all so much good. That'd be worth it. Yes, sir. Uh, coming out the club, that girl. That's Tracy Walsh. And the soft hat and raincoat, that's her father. Uh, they're getting in the car, sir. All right, Erickson. Don't lose them. I won't, sir. Still heading south, Colin. Much more of this than we'll be out of town. I know, but where's he going? Does it make sense? He's got a plate there. You know, hit that truck. <laughs> Drives like a ruddy woman. Yeah, it does. Erickson, take him now. Right, sir. Come out of there, Miss Blantyre. You too, Tracy. Well, we tried, I suppose. Yes, you had me fooled for a bit. Where's Gerald? I don't know. And no use asking me either. We were just going out for a drive together. No harm in that, is there? Tracy, did your father tell you there had been a robbery? He said something about it. The Burrell Collection, Tracy, at Shaw Castle. You had a lecture about it, hadn't you? Yes, but I... And about the security system? But I didn't talk about it, except... At, at home. Now, look, girl, your pal's old friend, Ziggy Fraser, had the contract for the raid... And Harry Durman was working on it when he was killed. Gerald hasn't done anything. Then why this little charade? Because he was worried sick over your thinking Tracy was involved. He seemed to think there was a way he could stop that. It's true. That's why he said... Said what? Nothing. Tracy, he's dealing with a bunch who've murdered. Your father's in danger. Even if Don and Frank are there. You can't mean that. Not Don and Frank. They couldn't... We don't know. Do you... 
They were all at that football match. Can you prove it? Well, Gerald was. He met some people he knew. A couple of them came back to eat with us. Then why the hell didn't he tell me that earlier? What did you ask? Chief Inspector, do you really think he's in danger? Yes. He wanted the keys for the old bingo hall. Why? Frank has been there lately. I see. Beach? Yes, sir? Stay with the ladies and see them home. We'll radio for help as we go. Over here, Thane. You made good time, sir. And so did you. Hello, Moss. Hi, sir. Well, I've, uh, I've got the old bingo hole cordoned off like he wanted. Mm -hmm. There are lights moving inside. I have a full squad waiting. We can move straight in. Maybe we should know what we're going into first, sir. Hmm? Yes, yeah. Uh, take Moss with you. Yes, sir. Right. Uh, well, I've armed a few men just in case. Better take this revolver with you. Uh, yes, sir. And go carefully. Go carefully, he says. I can't see a damn thing. It's so dark. Well, this lane should take us round the side of the hall. What the hell? It's a cat. Relax. This is the side of the hall, all right. No, what's left of it? Yeah, it must have been quite a fire. Uh, there's not much more than a shell there. Hey, wait a minute. That door. It's an emergency exit or something. Oh, well, let's try it. <laughs> oh, it's jammed with debris. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Just a bit more of a heave. Oh, that's done it. Well, if they didn't hear that, they're all stone deaf. Well, it's still quite enough. All right. We can squeeze in. Oh, what a shambles. Looks like half the roof fell in. Hey, wait. Yeah. On ahead there. Well, yes, that's it then. Two big vans. And look at the size of the container truck. They're loading it. Now, we can get a bit nearer. How did they get these trucks in here? Well, there was a car park at the back of the hall, then that hole in the rear wall. Pollen screen. Uh -huh. That's clever. So they load the stuff onto the container truck. And next stop anywhere. There's six, no, 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 no seven men loading. And the hired help. What about the ones we really want? Up there, Phil, behind the balcony. There's a light there. The manager's office, maybe? Oh, well, let's find out. Stairs should be around here. Yeah. Ah, here we are. Quietly now, Phil. Oh, you don't need to tell me. I don't want to end up like Francie Wang. Fool. You're the fool for coming here, sticking your nose in, right, Ziggy? You'll be invaded you, Gerald. Now you're just a problem. Here, Phil. I see them. It's nice of them to leave the office door open. Try to get closer. Okay. The police think Tracy was involved. We even think I was in this. And I'd say that was your worry. Don. Yes, Frank? How much longer should that loading take? Finished any minute, but you can't leave antiques around like callbacks. Ah, you're getting better money for them, too. Ziggy, you'll never finish this stuff. Not my worry, Gerald, old pal. Your bright boy's son has that organized. Don's got a few contacts. That's right, we can cope, so relax, Gerald. Relax? Damn you! Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shuts his mouth for a spell. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have hit him so hard. Well, Phil, get back out to Ilford. He can get his squad in the same way we came. All right. Hey, what about you? I'll keep them occupied here. Play for time. You had Blantyre, they're almost ready to go. Right. Look, Phil, take this with you. Oh, you're gone, but you'll need it. It wouldn't help me, not now. All right. Good luck. Hello, Ziggy. Saint. Uh, We've been looking for you. My God. Steady, you uh, fool. Keep clear of him. A little man with a big gun. <laughs> That's your... Seen all right, Ziggy. We'll need to get out. Walsh, shut his mouth and I'll shut it for him. Oh, you're good at that, Ziggy. 
I saw how you fixed Juddle. All right. Where's the rest of your squad? Waiting. Uh, uh, your father, Frank, you'd better help him up. Go on. You do it. All right, but... Get him up. Same. How did you get here? Aye, that's what I'd like to know. Ziggy, finish him and we'll get out now. The rest of the stuff doesn't matter. Now, look, if there's more of his kind outside, we need him and your old man. They had our tickets out of here. Oh, you're right. Don, get down there, warn the men. Tell them to get that container closed up fast. Come straight back the moment they're ready. Yes, Frank. All right, then. Stay like that while I check you over. It's a waste of time. Uh, he's clean. And you're fouled up. Two million pounds fouled up. You should know better, Ziggy. Never go thieving with amateurs. Amateurs? It's all worked out, then, or it did, till this old idiot arrived. Frank, you swore that you weren't followed, damn you. Frank, if you don't do anything else, tell him Tracy wasn't in this. Tracy? She just gave me an idea. And a way of getting out from under you, dear father. Oh, come on, never mind the family stuff. Now, look, Frank. Once we're clear, Thane and your old man are your worry, not mine. Know what I mean? Like it was with Harry Derman. Eh? What kind of an operator kills his top technician before a job? Derman got greedy. But he also brought Ziggy to you, right? Ah, well, we did a deal. But if you're trying to talk anybody into another one, Thane, forget it. I'm curious. What's Tom Blantar's angle, Frank? Money. He plays the tables and keeps losing. So he covered up for you while you killed Harry Derman. Derman wanted an extra payoff. He got it. Because you were scared, Frank. Scared because when you wouldn't pay, Derman said he'd tell your father. Ah, shut up. And you're scared of your father, aren't you? Shut father? up! <coughs> hey, there's your partner, Ziggy. A scared pea-green amateur. Frank, look, son. Shut up! Frank, I'll tell you how we work at getting out of here. We take the container van and a truck. Thane in one and your old man in the other. And if we see as much as a beat cop ready to sneeze... That's the spot, sir. Down the lane, then the small emergency side door. Yes, right, Moss. We know the rest. But watch the rubble inside. Yeah, we'll cope. Sir, I'll go in first. Give me a few seconds of a start. Yes, all right. On you go. Thanks. Sergeant. Sir. Everybody ready? Yes, sir. Draw batons. Follow me. Quietly. All set, Frank. No sign of anyone outside. The container's closed. Ready to go? All right, Ziggy? Aye. Now get your old man on his feet. You, Thane, help him. If that's what you want. Easy, Gerald. Thanks. Thane, I'm... I'm sorry. Get up. Leave him. Moss! What the hell? Fraser, don't! I don't like guns, but I can use them. Take them, Ziggy. Take them. Damn you, yes! Thane, are you there? Thane, it's finished up here too, sir. I heard shots, sir. Are you all right, Moss? Fine. Just, uh, I'm fine. Well, who's this on the floor? Ziggy Fraser. Oh. The late Ziggy Fraser. You'll want this back, sir. The gun, oh, yeah, yes. Well, what happened? Ziggy always did have cowboy notions. He fired first. I see. Right. Sergeant McLeod. Uh, yes, sir. Get these people down to the car. Right, yes, sir. <clears throat> you too, Mr. Walsh. Yes. Right, come on, now. Move. I'm sorry, Darrell. Come on, here. on you go, laddie. Don't. Push and don't push. I can do more than push uh, now if you do not get on with you. 
Well, that seems to be the lot, Thane. I think so, sir. Good. Can't help feeling a bit sorry for Walsh Sr. Still, he's got his daughter and the Blantyre woman. Yes, sir. Yeah. Moss. Sir. I wouldn't let having to shoot Fraser worry you. He did fire first, sir. I hadn't much choice. Yes, quite. Oh, by the way, there was a, a message on the radio just before all this started. Francie Lang's off the danger list. Oh, good. Well, I feel better already. Mm, hospital says he, he should be back to work in about a month or so. Community involvement. He liked that job. Yeah, that's right. I'm off to telephone his wife and give her the good news. Good night. Uh, good night, good night, sir. Good night, sir. Hey, Colin. Who won? Hmm? The game, I mean. I'm Dandavan Phil. Let's find out. 